Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text Flash Film to 74121. That's one word, Flash Film to 74121. All right, let's get started. You're listening to Content and Cash. A Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. Before we get started, I do want to say one thing. Christmas sales are starting on the website. 30% off everything when you use promo code HOL30. HOL30, if you go to our Instagram page, you'll see that there. Let me say that real quick. That includes the module one of the master course. Um, So real quick, let me kind of go over some things because some things were lost in the translation or lost in the other method of trying to do it. And I feel like today's uh, message is super, super important. And it's important that I kind of go over it, maybe even start from scratch. And that's okay. Uh, I want to make sure it's been a while, so I want to make sure you guys are good to go when it comes to um, understanding about self-doubt. Listen, we often have self-doubt in this industry strictly because we don't have a roadmap to compare our position to because we feel lost. Um, Unlike lawyers and doctors who go to school and then take bar exams and courses who have some type of unlike a a physical location that can see foot traffic. It's often difficult to see if we are on the right track, if we are on the right path, if we are doing what we supposed to be doing or even if if what we're doing is working. So and kind of the reasons why even with the master course, one of the hardest things for me was to create. Um, an order of operations or create an order in which you are to do certain things, certain things so that you'll know where you are when it comes to growing and building your business and understanding your business. Because a lot of times you'll be lost thinking that you aren't doing enough. You aren't doing the right thing. You aren't getting enough people in. And this can be demoralizing a little bit. It can hurt you. It can it can create self-doubt. But the truth is things aren't going to start to click for you until you get to a certain part. For me, the transition from work to my business took about two and a half, three years for me. Um, 
understanding that, you know, going from a livable wage to meeting what the salary that I gave up at a company took about a year uh, or two. Um, So it takes time to build and go in that direction. And it's important that you don't beat yourself up because you don't see the traction that you want. It's just like being a great sailor. Sometimes you're in the ocean, you don't see land, but you got to focus on a position or shooter asthmas that we would say in the military when we did land navigation. You got to you got to point to a direction and you have to continue in that direction until you see land. Um, because you understand where what where what success looked like and what the destination is. So it takes time to get there. Unfortunately, like I said, in this industry, you don't have much to compare to to know where you are. And you'll feel like because you can't pre-order seven Canon C70s like everybody else on YouTube, you are a failure and you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And that is not the case. It's taken me years to get where I am. And it's still a lot for me to go. Um, I still have a lot of, a lot ahead of me when it comes to growing the business and taking it to the next level. I just to start, I just decided to get on here and talk about level one through seven that I've been through. I'm still reaching level eight. However, don't be too hard on yourself. You know, you can't pick up a basketball and be Michael Jordan off two practices in half a season. It doesn't work that way. Right. But with basketball, you can compare stats and things like that. So there are some things that I challenge you to look at when it comes to being in this industry and starting to grow your business. A lot of people focus on your ability to shoot, to to capture images and create dope content. That is not where your focus should be. Your focus really should be in your website and your ability to acquire business, your ability to turn a visitor into a lead and then that lead into a customer. That is where your focus needs to be way more than you need to focus on whether or not you have the right lens for the job or your if your gimbal shot adds production value. There is no use in having a ton of production value if you don't have a client. So let me say that again. There is no use and you having all this great production value, you got all this great slider, jib, dolly, lighting, beautiful shots that you can create if you don't have a customer to create it for. That customer is more important than your ability to create a cinematic or a high production shot, right? Because you're just doing it for yourself and it don't make you no money. You can't live off that. You're creating this dope, dope shot, and then you are choosing off the dollar menu didn't work it doesn't work for me so and one thing you will notice is when you get with clients they're going to tell you what they want when i first started this youtube channel i was shooting all kind of crazy videos and then you guys was like hey we got enough guys telling us about how what lens is right for headshots tell us how to make money i never thought about that cool i'll do that so it's something to keep in mind as you look to grow your business. Let your client tell you what adds production value because depending on what your niche is, um, depending on what your niche is, what what is production value for you may be different than your buddy over there that has a company that's doing video, right? It may be something completely different. So what works for you usually is going to be different. If you're working, and I like to use... um, I like to use dentists all the time because it's one of my favorite niches. 
what you know what add value to a videographer with a niche of dentistry will be different than somebody who's a videographer for um you know a pet grooming company dentists may um appreciate just more high key lighting a pet groomer may appreciate more dynamic lighting they may want to see you know slow motion shots on a gimbal cuz you're chasing dogs around Dentists may enjoy a crane. They want something that can come down into the chair and move around somebody that's in a fixed position with their mouth wide open. So to tell one person what gear adds production value over the next person depends greatly on their niche and what they are doing. That thousand dollars you could spend on a gimbal probably won't do you no good when you should be spending 500 on a mini jib or a crane, but it depends on your niche and what you're doing. So it's hard to measure what's actually helping your business. If you're chasing a niche and you're buying, you're spending $10,000 a year buying gear that doesn't help you make money. It doesn't help you grow your business so that you can buy whatever you want. So it's real important that as a content creator, as a entrepreneur, as um, someone that is in this industry, that you understand or have an idea of the path in which you want to take so that you can measure success so that you can measure where you are and where you should be and where you're going. Again, myself, me, myself and I, when I was trying to do everything, it was hard to do that. Because I didn't know I, I had 10 different customer types What one customer love, one customer hated. One customer wanted slow motion, smooth shots. The other customer want shaky, saving private Ryan. And when you get the two mixed up, you're not good at what you do to that client. And that's the only person that matters. So it's something you definitely want to think about. Pet dentist would be a good niche. I do. Well, hey, if you can do it. You can do it. So it's something I definitely want you to think about when it comes to doubting yourself. You could be doubting yourself because you're not focusing on the most important part of your business. Right. Leads generating traffic to your to your sales rep, your website. Getting leads, turning leads into customers. Those are the three things you really need to be focusing on. Not. 20 different lenses to help you achieve the best bokeh possible, not the latest gimbal that, you know, got some crazy mode where you can connect it on the side of a car and you don't even do car video, not some crazy camera that's shooting 8K because you don't have a client that want 8K. I don't care what you feel about it. I care what your client feel about it. And that's who I work for. My client is kind of, you know, that's who I work for. If, if I have a boss, that's my boss. And I want to do what I need to do to make that client happy. And again, when you have a client, right, you got a client and you make them happy, they become a client for life. So that one $3,000 video they got is cool until you realize that they're going to spend $3,000 with you quarterly. So now it's a $12,000 client. I get 10 of those. I'm over a hundred thousand a year. That's easy. They compound, they add up. You want to get a client, do work for that client and keep them in your stash to continue to do work on. You don't want to do one hit or quitter. There is no reason why you should be working with a client once unless you're not good at what you do because clients need content consistently, regularly. They need a bunch of content. 
especially in 2020. That's not changing for 2021. Um, even over in the course, I talk about the trends that are coming and what you need to prepare for. So you want to make sure that you're not. I'm, I know you're a content creator. I know you love the, the beautiful light bouncing through the hair, the golden hour, slow motion beautiful bokeh shots. I know you love that. I know that is what brought you to this industry. I know that creating the beautiful, artistic, wonderful lighting with a little bit of fog and camera movement that just, uh, just gets you every time. I know that is what has been, have driven you to be where you are, but you gotta switch it up and you gotta focus on the client, right? You gotta get as good as you are, in headshots or whatever your niche is or whatever you love, you have to be that good at acquiring new business. It's not just a sales thing. Sometimes it is a sales process thing. Sometimes it is understanding who your audience is so that you can fine tune your website to appeal to them. It's like that for a reason. Toys R Us used to be great because they sell to kids. When you walk inside a Toys R Us, you knew where you were at. They punched you in the throat with toys, like the right toys on the end caps, up front, loud. Toys would be going off. They had batteries and everything. Everything was making noise. Every, they knew who their target audience was. Their goal, Toys R Us is gone now. They, they should have took the buyout from Amazon. Um, they knew the goal was not to appeal to your parents. Hey, parents, this is the safest toy. Nobody cared. They had Nerf guns front and center. They knew to appeal to the kids because they make the kids say, I want this. Parents are going to buy it. Go look at go watch Nickelodeon for 20 minutes and watch how many toy commercials pop up. And there's toys that you've never seen before. Right. And somebody said, but they're not but they're not kid prices. They're not kid prices at all. Go look at how many toys you see that are just like not just local toys that you can get from your toy store. Like they'll call 1-800-CALL-NOW and shipping and handling. And you're like, what? My son come dragging me in there to see some stuff on TV. It's dad. It's the it's the glitter. You can make glittery, you know, play doh and make build houses from this stuff. I gotta have it. I'm like, I don't even know where to get that from, bro. Call the one eight hundred number. You know, it's free handling. You buy one, you get three free. I, what? What? What is? I don't even know what this is. So, trust me. You want to make sure that your you, your target audience is lined up. I preach this all the time. I'm big on niche. Right. You got to know your direction. I can't tell you. And, and I want to break this down just to make sure you have a visual. Right. Let's say you are a race car driver. Right. The goal is to win the race. I can't tell you how to win that race if I don't know what type of race it is. Is it the Lamaz? Is it, is it a Baja? Are we doing off road? Are we doing snow? I can't tell you what type of car to get, what type of tires, how much gas. I don't know. We doing drag racing. We're we racing through the Sierra. I have no idea. But once you once you pick your niche and I determine that we're racing through the desert, now we can talk. Are we doing Subarus? Are we doing all wheel drive vehicles? Are we doing trucks? What type of suspension do we need? How far are we going? You know, there's things that you have to put in place to win the race. A lot of people are just they just want to win, win a race. I'm just trying to I got a camera, man. I'm just trying to go into business. I have no idea what direction you're trying to go in. So it's very important that you are intentional. You seen the last live. I talk about the importance of being intentional. You got to be intentional 
so we know where you're going and we can plot that course. And once we plot that course, you'll know where you are on that course to determine whether or not you're doing something right or wrong so that you can make adjustments. Right. The metaphor king. I got to do metaphors. I got to do metaphors. Metaphors help me understand a lot of stuff. Got to do metaphors. And metaphors is, is a great way to fully get, uh, you know, it's just a great way to, to help, um, you know, say it in a way. I, I'm, I'm a big metaphor guy. Like I understand things based on metaphor. I think as I grew up, I was I was uh, I was really dyslexic. So I related stuff to stuff to help me remember it. So metaphors are kind of my thing. Um, you know, but as your, as your business grow, as you are right now as a photographer, think about it. Like you're a photographer, you're a videographer. Think about it. If you dropped a stranger on your website, they should be able to tell you what you're good at. Just photography or just videography is too vague. You need to be an expert at a specific type of content creation. Not saying, I, listen, Pause, because I got to put this in, big asterisk. If I have my graphics, it'll be jewel alert right there on the bottom. Listen, when I tell you to pick a niche, to pick a target audience, listen to me. In no way, shape, or form am I telling you not to do everything else. I'm saying we're going to create a company that, that markets to a specific target audience. I'm not saying go sell all of your photography lenses. No. I'm saying we're going to create a point of entry for the client so that we know so that one, we, we know who we're going after and we appeal to that client so that we can get a more consistent purchasing, more consistent client. Right. So in no way, shape or form, am I telling you that if you decide to work with Dennis, hey, I'm going to create a company that creates promo videos for dentists that when that dentist, because this is what's going to happen. They're going to book you for that. You're going to knock it out of the park. They're going to say, hey, we need headshots. We need this video. We need group shots. And you are going to clean up the rest of that. That's what I'm saying. So it's very important that you understand that. I'm not saying because I know a lot of people are like, well, I do everything. I do all this good. That's cool. We still want you to do that. We're not turning that money down. The goal is to know it's very hard to determine who needs video. Right. Go go start a Facebook ad. Go start a Google ad. It's very hard to determine who needs video. There is just no way to determine who needs video. Um, Let me make sure I, I send this out. Um, There's just no way to determine it. If you had to go and search on Facebook for people that needed video, you'd be SOL. Like it's just difficult to do. However, however, it's really easy to go after dentists. It's really easy to go after people who earn, who own certain businesses. It's really easy to understand um, a target audience and then go after that target audience. It's very difficult to just find random people uh, who needs video. People are like, what are clients at? What are clients at? What are clients at? It's hard to find them unless you know what you want to do. So make sure that you keep that in mind as you go. On. Listen, am I saying you can't you can't be successful unless you do it? Nope, not saying that. I'm saying you made it a hundred times harder on yourself if you don't know who you're going after. Ask a ask a 
pro fisherman, right? Ask a pro fisherman. You are a fisherman right now. Your camera is your reel and a hook. Ask a pro fisherman. When they go fishing, they're not just going, they're going largemouth bass fishing. So they know I need to go to this lake with this bait at this time of day with this type of boat in this area. They know all of that. When you got a camera and you just trying to make money, you just at a dock with an empty hook, just throwing it in the water, hoping that somebody bite, hoping that somebody bite. You never really hear a pro fisherman even talking in terms of hope. They're like, we're going over here. It's 530 in the morning. It's cool in the lake. They like to come up and get a little sun rays over here. We're going out here. We're going to catch about three. We're going to get one that's about 10 pounds. We out. And you're like, what? How? We, what are you talking about? I've been fishing for years. We just be, you know, we just get some beers, get some sandwiches, throw them out there, waste some time, and hopefully we catch something. Hopefully they biting. Pro fishermen are not like that. Pro fishermen will tell your motor on your boat is too loud. You got to pull it up. We need to go to the, we got, they got all kinds of scanners and everything. They're like, we need to be there at 435 and we'll pick you up. We're going to hit 75 and come up on the lake. You're like, yo, boat, the boat going to be in the water by, by 515. Cause we need to rush over to the other side of the lake where the sun peaks over to such and such and it heats the water and the fish come up on the water heat and we're going to hit them right early in the morning. Cause the fish are hungry. A lot. You're like, what bro? I just came to, I'm just trying to get away from a girl. Like I, I'm just pro fishermen have it together. You need to run your business like that. Pro fishermen can determine in that what you may seem as chaos, what they're doing wrong. Ah, we got here too late. Sun's already up. They're probably moving over there. If you're not, if you're not thinking like that, right? You just out here like, oh, they ain't biting. These fish ain't biting. Well, these fish in this lake, this whole all the fish in this whole lake. They man, they crazy. You're gonna blame all the fish in the whole lake because you have not prepared to be successful. So you blame you blame the fish in the whole lake. Man, they ain't biting today. I've been here all day doing the wrong stuff all day. And you don't stop and be like, what am I doing wrong? Well, is this working? Is that working? Often we do that with business. But how do you know when they're going to show up? Perfect question. The goal is to be intentional, right? The goal is to go in knowing what you want to do. You don't know if I am. If I go into if I design a brand that's going after dentists and I walk into a dentist's office. And I meet the dentist and I explain what we do and he's not interested. He's going to have a reason why you see they're going to be because he don't need what you got or you don't look like somebody he need to be getting it from. Those are the only two answers. It's either you or him either. Hey man, we really, we just got some videos last week or Hey, COVID's killing us. We don't have the money. And, and, and even if somebody tell you that 40% of that, it's because you haven't provided value. So 40% of him saying no to you is still on you. That's that makes that should make you say, okay, what am I doing wrong? How can I how can I position this differently? How can I offer this differently? How can I approach him differently? How can I show more value? Right? How can I tailor myself to be something specific to what he needs? How can I those are things you need to be thinking. Now, you can't think this way if everybody is your client. You can't think this way if you haven't locked down what it is you do. You just, it won't work. 
be specific as possible. Be intentional as possible so that you can track your success. And then you're going to get beta clients in this area. And that's why the beauty of beta is they're going to tell you, nah, bro, not really feeling it. Not really. I don't really like this video. This video has done nothing to me. This video is, I don't, this video doesn't help me. Beta, I'm, listen, I cannot express enough how my beta, beta clients have saved my business by telling me, hey, Ty, this video that you're pushing, this idea that you got, it's not valuable to me. I don't care how well you shoot it. I just don't need a video like that. I need a video like this. Huh? But I thought all dentists want a video that's cool. I want a commercial that look great on their website. Mm -mm. I need a video from my front office to help explain why metal braces are better than the braces that everybody's ordering off the Internet. I need to I need a video to help them understand why coming here to my ortho office will do more for them than all the stuff that they're buying at CVS and all of the clear stuff that everybody's getting on Facebook. That's what I need. Good looking out, Coleman Media Group. Good looking out on the Super Chat. So when you talk to that beta client and you're like, I never thought about it. Of course you never thought about it. You're not in his shoes. You're just trying to sell content. But when you talk to a beta client and they give you that nugget and you do it for them and you kill it, one, you're going to have a client for life. Two, you're going to understand where you were failing at because you were failing at offering a viable, offering some viable content, viable, valuable content, both to your target audience. And you take that nugget and you walk into the next ortho and you say that they're going to look at you like you Jesus. Like. What? How do you know? Like you're going to look like. Somebody handed you a, a cheeseburger and they just knew you were hungry. Can you imagine somebody just like, yo, you look hungry. Here go, here go a, a Baconator combo with a, whatever drink that you like. Listen, I'm chubby. That stuff means a lot to me. If a girl want to get me, she just got to just pop up with food just randomly. Man, I got some Reese cups. Like what? Lo and gifts ain't even my love language. I'm just not a skinny dude. You pop up in my house with a king size pack of Reese cups. I don't care who you are. Let me take that back. I'm going to be happy to see if you see me with some, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just, you know, you catch me when I'm hungry. What? Imagine that's, that's what it feel like when you walk in, when you've worked with a beta client and they've told you what they need to be successful and you create dope content based off what they need to be successful, not based off what you think they need. And you walk into the next office and they're like, how do you know? How? Imagine if you can go to your partner right now and you can just give them stuff without them saying nothing. You've been with somebody so long, you can just look at their eye like you need a Snickers. You're not yourself. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine if imagine if your partner did you that way. Imagine if you got the gift you wanted this Christmas. Imagine you open a box and this is a Sony A7S3 with the 24 to 70 with the with the you know what I'm saying, all the pro grade uh, cards, they got the Ninja V, everything you wanted, whatever camera you wanted. And, and you know what I'm saying? Imagine that. Some of y'all are like, what do I want the PlayStation 5? Imagine you open that box and it's just what you wanted. I tried to offer someone free video editing, but they haven't responded yet for fun film. Don't offer them free video editing. Wait, me? 
No, you ain't offer that to me. You just bring me a bring me a product. So you know what I'm saying. So think about it like that. When you can when you can do that for a business, you will be successful. And listen, nobody's telling you how to get the cheat code. I'm telling you how to get the cheat code. I'm telling you what to do. I'm telling you how to how to set it up for whatever. And I'm not telling you like whatever industry you're in. I'm telling you to get a beta client. I don't. There's no other channel on YouTube that's gonna tell you that. They're gonna tell you to just shoot and blah, blah. no. Ask people what they want. I'm big on that. I'm if I'm you in a relationship with me, I'm gonna say, listen, what you need me to do? What you need from me? That's what you gotta ask people. I don't beat around the bush and because I don't wanna, you know what I'm saying? I don't wanna guess. I don't wanna even be in a situation where I gotta guess. Babe, looking out. Oh man, they living a good life. They get they living a good life. All right, babe, I see you out there hanging out, man. Have a drink for me, brother. Have a good one for me. Send me some pictures of that. Give me. I know you got some good. I know you got some good photography. I know you got your camera with you. I talked to you enough to know you got your camera with you. So I know I'm, I'm gonna be following your Instagram to see, um, you know, is to see what you're doing. Create it. Say I'm in a process of rebranding due to the master course. The master course will punch you in the throat. Um, <laughs> and I'm not even gonna. It will. I you know. I didn't want it to hurt that bad, but you paid for it. So I got to make sure it hurt. I got to make sure it cuts deep. So I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry because somebody got to tell you. Um, the master course will have you ripping up everything and redoing a lot of stuff. Um, the master course is what I wish I'd known when I got started because it would have saved me tens of thousands and years. Um, but yeah, it'll have you rebranding. It'll have you looking at everything like, dog, I didn't just, uh, you know, Module two is February, probably. Or if you're in a beta group, because I'm about to December, the rest of December, we about to me in the beta group about to get real, we about to get real close. If you're in a beta group, you're gonna probably get it a little early. Um, but the goal is to before you have that, and we'll get back to the original topic a little bit before I jump on it. The goal is to understand that without direction, without a path, without understanding what success looks like, without a journey without knowing where you're going, without knowing why you're going there, it's easy to doubt yourself. It's easy to have self-doubt. It's easy to get lost and not have direction. But when you make a plan and you understand where you're going and what it will take to get there and you put them in order, you'll know what you're failing at. And I'll, let me give you an example, right? Let me just break it down real, real quick. Let me get this up more water and break it down. Because I don't want to be vague. However, these things may change um, depending on your niche, right? These things may, may fluctuate a little bit. So let's talk about a little bit of order of things. Let's talk about a little bit of order, right? People think that it starts with the camera and work its way back. It don't work like that, right? A lot of people think, okay, I got to get a good camera. Then I can go get clients. I promise you, if you said you wanted to do this and you didn't have a camera, you're better off than a lot of people who spend all of their money on their camera. Right? Because I'm going to tell you, like if you said, Ty, I got $5,000. I want to buy a good camera, a good lens so I can go into business. I promise you, I will tell you to spend that $5,000 on building your brand and to go rent your damn camera. I promise you, that's what, that's what you would. I would tell you to do. Because if you think because you spent 
Cause, cause the mentality. Listen, I've I've been there. The mentality that we have is, I spent this is a four thousand dollar camera. You think I'm about to do this for two dollars? But you've done nothing to prove to that client why you're worth more than two dollars, other than a bill you got in your back pocket. They don't see that. They don't care about cameras like that. They don't know the difference between a Rebel T2i and a Red, whatever. They just don't know. If they did, they wouldn't be calling you. So you can't enter, you can't have this mentality that I spent all this money on this camera. How dare you think I'm going to shoot a $200 video when you've done absolutely nothing to show value to this client. No business cards, your website trash, you dot, you know, Wix dot whatever. They're hitting you up on the Gmail. You've done no investments in yourself. But you want to argue with them. You want to have, how dare you? I'm worth more than this. I spent all this money. Nobody tell you to go out and buy that high camera. When you can't even, your your business don't even look like you shoot what they need. And you want them to pay top dollar because you jumped off the, off the cliff backwards. If you had a $5,000 and you said, Ty, I want to start a photography company. I want to do headshots. I would tell you to take zero amount of that dollar and buy a camera because once your client send you a deposit for that first shoot, you can go rent a camera and show up to that shoot. However, the process to get that client there is something you can't rent. You got to own it, right? So easy understanding your niche. I go over this and I'm I'm not going to go into full detail because I, I go into really long detail when I lay things out, um, you know, in, in the course, but you want to understand your niche. You want to understand the process that it will take for you to perform that job so that you'll have the products. You want to create a website and create copy on that website and images on that website to feed that niche. You want to build a brand that attracts that niche. Don't call yourself super high tech studios. If you're doing headshots, Call yourself super headshots of Atlanta or something. Call yourself something that lends to that niche. Call yourself something. So when somebody got to choose between such and such media group and whatever, whatever studios and, you know, super headshots, that sounds bad. That's not like super. Anyway. So when people are trying to, 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 uh, to decide they're going to choose super head. I'm going to take a drink on that one. I still got my sound effects. Bruh. Anyway. So, understanding the business side, because a lot of people bought cameras and they having self-doubt because they look, they looking at gear that's collecting dust and they, they gear is worth $18,000 and it ain't making no money and they sitting here like, where my, where my button at? No, nah, not that. I bought all this gear and I got the new what's the name lens and I just I just reordered that and I'm just you know the clients you know he wanted me to shoot that junk for 350 and I was like no nah. you know what you did sorry not sorry invest in your trap then let's look at where you are Right. I can't like like and this is listen, I've been here. I'm telling you from experience. I'm not I'm not throwing nobody under the bus. I'm telling you because I've been here. Right. I've been in a situation where I got all of this gear. 
all of this gear and I'm gauging my ability to be a successful photographer because I got gear. Man, I got this strobe. I got that strobe. Ding, ding, ding. You're right. I got, I got all of this, man. I got this gear. And man, these clients, man, they're crazy if they don't choose me, but they can't see what I can see. They don't know what I know because you've done zero, zero to sell that client. So something to think about, something to think about. And, and, and again, we're having self-doubt looking at gear and we should be focused on one, getting traffic to our website, two, turning that traffic into leads and three, turning that lead into a client. There's more to that though. You want to make sure the client's happy. You do the job. It's more to that, but those are the three things we need to focus on to even get this thing started. After we know what our niche is, after we know who our target audience is, after we know, because listen, one other thing I go over, I'm just kind of rehashing and letting you know some things, because if you got, if you've taken the course, then you know, and I'm talking to whatever, whatever. But one of the things that I kind of go over is when you understand your target audience, let's say my target audience is a dog groomer and the average age of a dog groomer in the U.S. is 37. And the, because there's a lot of stats on people. There's a lot of stats on occupational you know, on different occupations that, that you can really go after. And in the master course, I talk about how dentists love golf. Number one sport of all dentists. So guess where I'm going to market? Guess, guess where I'm going to be? Guess who $50 advertisement on the country club wall. Guess where I'm going to go and, and put my poster. <laughs> it's easy. I can pay $50 and be in front of a bunch of dentists all day long, or I can spend a thousand dollars a month to be on Google fighting for position. But if I know who my target audience is, I can spend a whole lot less trying to get their attention because I know where they go. Then I can measure my, my success. I can measure what my brand and business is doing because I'm in front of my target audience. Some people want a million subscribers on YouTube. I don't. I'll take a handful of people that really want to do this over a million people that just want to be on YouTube. That's why numbers ain't everything. I'll take, I'll take a thousand of y'all that really want to do this and rock with y'all all twice a week, all day, every day to help y'all grow and be great. And y'all come back and be like, Titus work. This didn't, this work, this over a million people. That's asking me the same question of how to get clients, how to get clients. Do you, that's what you want as a business owner. You want, 10 really good customers. Yep. Somebody say 300. You want 10 really solid clients. I'm telling you, I've listen, I've made it through years. It was a year I had five solid clients and rocked the whole year with them. They kept me busy. Five solid clients. That sounds crazy. Five solid clients and through thick and thin, they rocked with me and we made it and was living good off those five clients. They refer some people that five turning to eight, that eight turning to 12. And then you'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm at capacity. Let me lower this marketing budget a little bit. Cause I'm at, I don't know. Either I'm a, I got to either bring in more people or I'm okay at 150, 200,000. You may be whatever your goal is. You may be there. You may say, Hey, in my life, 250,000 a year. Cool. I'm working three days a week. I'm sleeping in. I'm loving life. 
I'm editing when I'm down. You know, I'm doing what I love to do and I'm happy. I don't need to. Yeah, I can do seven days a week and do 500,000 a year, but it may not be worth it. I like going to my kids and recitals and my son's games. And I like being there and dropping them off for school and picking them up and making them grilled cheese sandwiches. That made that's that's rich to me. Having the ability to do that is is means more to me than doing other things than having a higher Mercedes, a higher class Mercedes. You know what I mean? So you get to determine that. That's not for me to determine for you. That's for you to determine. Um, And as you become more efficient, you'll get more money for less time. As you become more efficient, that's the goal. But you can't become efficient until you have measurables, until you can measure what's working, what's not. You can't tweak it until you can really look at it. That's right. Jay Mitchell say uh, quality over quantity. That's correct. But some people just want a book. They want to just, I just want 50 jobs a week, blah, blah, blah. Good looking out, Elijah. Merry Christmas, everyone. Can't stick around, but I will catch you on replay. Lots of love from Australia. Much love. I know it's probably late there or early, one or the other. Appreciate you for jumping in. But it's very important that as a business owner, as a content creator, you niche it down, you beta test it, You go and get as much information as you possibly can from your beta tester. You apply that and you grow. Very important that you do that. That's very, very, very important. Extremely important. Um, And it's something that I don't even want to call it a well-kept secret. Um, It's something that a lot of people aren't teaching because they are not really living that life. Um, A lot of people just aren't. I don't know. A lot of people just aren't talking about it. I, I don't I don't have a valid excuse. Um, I don't know everybody that's on YouTube making videos, so I can't dive into what they're doing and what they're not doing. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not going to bash anybody. Layla, see, I finally understand that all money ain't good money. I've ruined some relationships lately from overworking. Yes, got to have time. Listen, peace peace you got to reward yourself you got to have peace you got to have sleep you got to have family time your kids gonna only be that age once you don't want to miss it um you you gotta you gotta if you're a parent right kids grow fast right and then your parents don't last forever they're not gonna be around for long grandma ain't gonna always be around granddad ain't gonna always be around covid has taught us that it's teaching us that Hug your people, love your people, spend time with your people, mend relationships with your with your people. Realize that um, sometimes people who are older than you, you know, sometimes uh, me and my good friend was having a conversation that sometimes your parents were only given, you know, up to level three in life, right? Even though you, they've worked to get you to level six, seven, and eight, so you may feel like, oh, he don't know what he's talking about, I, you know. That's all he was given. He sacrificed everything to get you to level six. Now you too good to talk to him, to deal with him. Now you too good to be the bigger man, to go to him and say, hey, dad, hey, I'm sorry. I understand that, you know, and in your mind, you may say, I understand that, you know, you didn't get what you gave me. So even though I'm the youngest one, I'm going to be the bigger man and I'm going to mend this relationship. Because I realized that you sacrificed everything for me to get where I am. Even though it was a level three, 
I've been there before. I've had the uh, the luxury of having that opportunity with my dad before he died. Being mature enough, mature enough to say, hey, this man gave me everything. He wasn't Mr. Huxtable, but he gave me everything. And to, for me to be a level six or seven, he he did. He pushed his three to the limit. That's all he got was level three. He, he rocked it until the wheels fell off in order to get me to level six. I just got comfortable at level six thinking that everybody should be. You're my dad. You should be a level nine. Doesn't always work like that. So time is something you can't get back. So that's why you, it's important that as a business owner, as an entrepreneur that takes your time into your own hands, takes your life into your own hands, that takes your peace into your own hands, that you make time for for people. You you make that time to decompress, to to live and and build relationships. Call your people up. Parents don't listen. Ask anybody who lost a parent. There's nothing like it. You don't you have, you never get over losing a parent. It's like losing an arm. You learn to live without that arm. You learn to brush your teeth with your feet or whatever, but you never live. You never move on from it. Like you never recover from it. You never recover from it. It'd be little stuff that just punch you in the throat. It, my dad used to have raggedy trucks. I can hear a truck raggedy as hell. And it just hit me like, dang, you know what I'm saying? So use that time to be with your kids, be with your people, be with your family. People are dropping like flies right now. Take the time. Be an entrepreneur to not just get money, but to get time to raise your kids and raise your family and be around your people. That's that's just as valuable as all the money in the world. It's just as valuable as the newest camera or whatever. That's the part that people don't talk about. People just talk about the money. I want to be an entrepreneur so I can get that bag. And What's valuable to me is being able to be with my child all day. That's what's valuable to me. To be able to go to their events. That's money to me. So... You know, it's something you got to think about. Creative said, my dad got a 93 GMC all loud. Every time you see one, it's going to remind you of. So people told me holidays are the worst time of the year for those who've lost a parent. Yeah. Holidays, whenever you have exciting news, any big event in your life, you ever achieve something big and you just hurt. Like, dang, I wish he could have saw me. You have to tell yourself he can still see me and all that stuff. But I mean, it's it's something you got to think about. So, you know, time is when I say get that bag in that bag is time and money that that bag when I that bag consists of time and money there's a moth in here maybe because of all these lights you see me swinging at something you know what I'm doing um so it's something that you need to think about as an entrepreneur you need to build that life that has that time and money what's the point of giving your kids a million dollars if you ain't there to spend it with them that bag is so think about that, right? Look around, look around. Everybody that's around you ain't going to be here in 10 years. Probably not five with COVID. Maybe not two. go hug your people. And I don't mean just old people. I mean, young people too. So, you know, during COVID I've lost family members. I've lost friends. We didn't see this coming two years ago. Who would have known? So, Being an entrepreneur gives you the ability to have your time back. To have that time back, you need to measure your measurables so that you can become more efficient. To measure your measurables and become more efficient, you need to have a game plan. 
To have a game plan, you need to know who your target audience is, who your niche is, who you're going after, what you're trying to do, or who you know who who is your audience, who is your niche. It all plays a part in life. It's a whole life lesson that just unravels. But you need to be intentional in your direction um, so that you can have everything that comes with it. Getting that bag is, is time in that bag, too. So um, something you got to think about, something you really got to think about. And it's kind of deep. It punched hit hard, but um, it's just a, it's just a page out of my book in life coming from a person who has lost a father who's lost family members um, and a father who didn't get to get to see him be this successful. You know what I'm saying? A father that didn't get to see him, uh, you know, take it to the next level who, who would have been super proud of me. So those are things that if you still have that, I'm talking to you. If you still have that, take advantage of that. Use the holidays to go back and chop it up with, with people who you may not have had a relationship with in your family because you don't know they may not have been given everything you've been given. And even though you feel like they're not doing enough or they're not calling you enough or he ain't really, he ain't really doing enough for me. He may be giving you all he got. You just, he, you on level 20. He gave you that level five, like a mug to get you to level 20. And now that you're at level 20, you're like, you barely running. You know what I'm saying? So it's something to think about. So. Somebody said, don't break the equipment. Jay said, don't break the equipment trying to kill that bug. I'm good. I'm disciplined. I ain't got, I ain't breaking nothing. Long He got a light over there. As long as he good, I'm good. So something to definitely think about. And I, and, and, you know, listen, I know uh, some of the topics have been more life than camera or more life than business, but it's important that you know that they work together, right? It's important that you know that they work together. Being an entrepreneur, doing this, the business side of it works with your life. If it's completely separate, don't you somebody lying to you. I can't tell you to be a great football player. Like you can't be a great football player and not have it affect your life. You won't have a regular life. You got practices. You got to go watch film. You're going to watch football differently. Like your life is going to change if you if you decide you want to be a great football player. Business is the same way. You can't just cut that off and just have a regular life it's it's intertwined with your life being a great successful business owner is super intertwined with everything you do stuff you watch your relationships how you treat people your money where you put your money good looking out smitty vibe good looking out truly are, are a blessing appreciate the wisdom and countless gems i appreciate your super chat bro much much love to you you know it's it's very important that you realize how deeply rooted being an entrepreneur is with your life, deciding that this camera is how you want to make a living with your life. There is no, there is no divide. You know, if I'm in a relationship, I'm like, you're always working. I love what I do. Uh, this is my life. When I'm, what do you do when you're bored? Work on Flash Film Academy. What do you do when you got nothing to do? Work on Flash Film Media. What do you do when you're not doing that? This is what I love to do. This is my passion. I've just found a way to make it profitable. What do you do when you're not I'm, photography? What are you doing when you're not taking shooting video? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's a part of my life. It's a part of who I am. And anybody that's trying to teach the business side without going into the personal side is giving you 49% of it. They're giving you 49% of what it takes to be successful. Get you a dope partner. Get you a dope circle. Get people that believe in you. 
Get people that don't gas you up, but tell you, hey, man, this picture, I ain't really feeling it. I ain't really feeling it. It's too saturated. So make sure that you're very intentional. Make sure that you have measurables before you doubt yourself. Make sure that you know exactly who you're going after so that you can determine what's working and what's not. Sometimes folks don't get that time. They don't get the passion and dedication, even those close to you, Media Smith. That is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. Surround yourself with people who want to talk about what you love all day, every day. All day, every day. You want to be successful? Go do that. Go surround yourself with people that just want to talk about this every day. We, 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 you in the middle of a James Bond movie. You see a truck go by. You see that truck? That was that logo was terrible. I, you know, my logo would never be on it. They're like, yo, it's James Bond. Like, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like surround yourself with people. Um, surround yourself with people like that. Uh, okay, say, so do you have hobbies to hunt, fish? I, I like doing a lot of things. Like, I, I don't have hobbies. I have stuff to get. Like, there's times where I'm just like, okay, I got to cut off and refresh. Right. When you, that's like when you stare at a screen too much, you're editing a picture like the colors are in your head. Sometimes you got to leave, go do something and then come back and look at it again. You ever you ever edit something and it looks perfect and then you leave and come back and it's like, dang, it's like two misspelled words. It's a jump cut. Like, could, did, did somebody touch my computer? Like, did somebody mess with hey, y'all mess with the computer? I'm gone. You just looked at that video for five hours and thought it was perfect. You left and came back and now you see stuff that's wrong with it. It happens like that. Um, and it happens like that with, with business sometimes with, with this sometimes, sometimes you got to just, uh, do something different to unplug. I like fast cars. I like fishing. I like, um, going to the range. I like doing a lot of stuff. It ain't much. I like more than business, more than, more than shooting video, more than taking pictures. Uh, it's just what I love to do. Ty, it all goes hand in hand. I was talking about, uh, with friends, I was talking with friends the other day, business is personal. And personal is business. Uh, it's all about how you make it work. I agree. This is what I do. This is what I love to do. This is who I am. And it feels good to find that purpose in your life and then act on it. It's really going to feel good. Let me tell you. Listen, pay attention. Here's another jewel alert. It's really going to feel good when you start to get success after you found your passion. It will solidify that, that, that feeling, that idea. And it is one of the best feelings you will ever have in life. Right. It's one of the best feelings, especially. And I'm, you know, from a man's point of view, we our psyche, our confidence, our a lot of who we are. Lands on land on our ability to be providers, to be successful, to be known for what we want to be known for. We're, we're really big on reputation and being an alpha male that has done this and done that. Not saying women don't feel that way. I'm sure they feel that way as well. But but from a man's point of view, who come from the hood, who public school, publicly educated, who, um, you know, have lived a life of being, an, I guess, an underdog, maybe being a minority, being black, whatever you want to say, however you want to bundle that together of being an underdog. It feels good when you discover your passion and you have success. It is a feeling that is like nothing else. And it's a, it's an addiction. It's a high. 
that once you get a taste of, you're going to want more. And it's not a bad thing. It's the only thing that it's okay to get. It's okay to want more of. Um, so I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to get that way. And you don't even got to be a millionaire. You know, when you close your first deal and it's enough to pay all of your bills, buy two cameras and take your girl out. You're going to feel a different way about yourself. You're going to walk past that that mirror a little differently. Um, so it's, it's really a high. So something to definitely think about and, and work towards and, and, uh, and, and build on. Um, so, so be careful when you have self doubt, be very careful because it's, it's usually from not from you not progressing. It's not from you not having a going in the right direction. It's usually because you didn't, you didn't build a, a great map and you don't know where you are in the ocean, right? You didn't, you didn't plot a course well enough. You know, you in the ocean, you know, you don't see land no more. You know, you're going north but you didn't plot the course well enough so go back and plot the course when i say plot the course it starts back with understanding your niche it starts back with building a website for that niche um you know making sure your copy is perfect for that niche making sure that your company name goes after that niche making sure that the company colors go after that niche making sure that the copy and the wording go after that niche everything is a course you're plotting everything so that you can measure it and see where you are. And then you can determine where you're lacking when you get to the beta client and they're telling you, Hey, I'm not, I don't really like this. I like this. I don't really like that. So, um, you know, so let me talk about copy Calvin Anderson say, bruh, he said, where is that? Um, he said, you say copy a lot. What is it? So let me go into detail. Copy is the wording that's on your website, right? Copyright copy is the, the the wording that's on your website. So it's important that you don't just type what you think. We create content for people who want screw that. What you want to do is you want to hire a copywriter that understands who your target audience is. If they're writing it for, and I always use dentists because that's the first thing in mind. If they're writing it for dentists, they know how to write it in a way where dentists feel like one, you're capable of providing a service and two, you know what the hell you're talking about. A great copywriter. And three was one of the, uh, you know, little asterisk. It is in a sales format, right? So that they are sold on it. It's writing in a way that says, Hey, this guy works with nothing but dentists. He's used keywords that dentists would know as proof that he works with nothing but dentists. And three, it's written in a way to sell the dentist. It's just like a resume. You can go write a resume for yourself, but until you get a really good professional resume, you don't understand what you're doing wrong. I had a a resume professionally written, and I was like, there's no way I would ever touch my resume again. Because that resume writer, who used to work at a company I used to work for, um, career builder, understood that people aren't reading your resume. Computers are searching your resume for keywords for certain phrases. They rank your resume based off those phrases and keywords in the order that they appear on your resume. The average person that writes resumes don't know that. They're just writing something good. This this is a big word. I'm going to put this big word in here. This is going to get them right here. When they read this big word, they're going to hire you. Don't work like that anymore. It did in 1976. It don't in 2020. 
There's a computer scanning that 2 million resume database to pull out 10 resumes that they feel are qualified based on some algorithm to present to that employer. A resume writer in 2020 understands that. Your aunt, who who an English major, who good with words, who wrote her own resume, she don't get that. No knock against her, but it's the truth. Your friend that is a graphic designer who don't understand the psychology behind logos can come up with a dope logo that got you standing on a mountain with a camera, you know, with, with wings hanging out and they, they can make it as dope as possible. You look at it like, I love it, but they don't understand the psychology behind having a, a professional logo design. Very important that you know who your target audience is before you even get a logo design. So, so they're even asked for pictures on resumes these days. That's true. Um, so Calvin says, um, gotcha. That makes sense. So would you just build out your website and have copyrighted look, look it over and make the changes? Nope. I personally will take, I will go to a copywriter, explain to them what I am trying to explain and have them create it all, write it from scratch, write it from scratch, do it all because they're, they're looking at more than just they're looking at tone. They're looking at feel. You ever get Grammarly? Anybody use Grammarly, the Grammarly app, right? Uh, Gra- I love Grammarly app. I am a terrible speller. It's just not my strength. I work on it consistently. It's just not what I'm good at. I get it. Like grammar, I suck at grammar, right? Grammarly, I'll type something in Grammarly. And Grammarly, even on the free version, right? I'm writing an email and I'm getting ready to send it. And Grammarly like, hmm, you sound kind of mean. I'm like, What? What do you mean? Like, it's an app telling me people could take this the wrong way. Like, what? How do you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, this that's the type of technology that blow me away. I'd be like, what? You you sound really unhappy on your email. Grammarly's Grammarly changed my life. Josh says, Grammarly so Grammarly definitely be clutch. Grammarly was like, like I'm surprised it didn't tell me like you sound hungry. Have a Snickers. You're not yourself when you're writing emails. Okay, say copywriter fixed my site big time. Dual language site as well. That's great. Their copywriting is extremely important. Extremely. If I was to say, do you want 10 dope pictures and you write it or you want one dope picture and get a copywriter? There is nothing to think about. Get the copywriter. And good copywriters cost money. You're going to spend couple hundred dollars per page, something like that. Good copywriters cost money and you, you need it. You need it. You need it because if you can't explain properly what you do to your target audience in a way to make them understand how your ability to use a camera can help solve problems that they have. Congratulations. What I want you to do is take a really pretty picture of your camera. I would tell you to go to Craigslist, but that's 2019. You're going to go to Facebook Marketplace. You're going to post a great picture of your camera. And instead of getting a copywriter, don't do it now. It's too late. You're going to write something dope about your camera, your lens package that you now have for sale on Facebook Marketplace. Because, my friend, you're not going to make it. So it's important that you that you understand the process. Um, 
I'm typing the contract as I listen to you, and I literally just added the Grammarly extension to my desktop. Thanks for the gem. Yep, Grammarly will, Grammarly will change your life. Grammarly will be like, yo. Grammarly gave me a straight face the other day. It was like, what? <laughs> Jennifer says, Grammarly straight called me out like that. Like, yo, what is this? I'm like, I, 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 I think this is, I think I'm saying yes. Grammarly was like, nah, bro. Go back. Where's my other button? I'm like, my feelings is hurt. So don't cut corners when it comes to copywriting. Um, it's extremely important, extremely important, extra. And, the, and this is another thing in the master course. I talk about all, it's extremely important because you can't explain what you like. If you can't explain what you do, you can't expect people to spend top dollar for it. He said, okay, I thought my copy was great. Then realized it was trash when I bought the copywriter. <laughs> yeah. You will realize that your level of greatness on a lot of stuff is trash. when you bring in a professional. And you know what's crazy? The people you're trying to sell to will call you on that trash and go to the next page. The people you're trying to sell to will be like, this guy, what is this guy thinking? This guy's trash. Next, it will happen. I lost customers because stuff was spelled wrong on my website. They told me. When I went back and like, remember I tell you on Thumbtack, go back and talk to the people that didn't choose you. They're like, yo, I found three grammatical errors on your website. I'm like, what they got to do with my pictures? I take pictures, man. I don't. Nope. Nope. So Jeter Vision Films, good looking out. Ty, you're a blessing. Um, does fear of regret help you get out of self-doubt? Yes. Yes. Um, fear of regret definitely helps you. Yes. My biggest fear in the world is to be on my deathbed and regret not doing something. Michael, I, I had to cut off free stream. We're going straight to YouTube. That's why you're getting in this crystal clear 1080p, this great audio, because free stream was tripping. So there's no link today. Um, would you re- would you recommend copy for HoneyBook pro- uh, brochures and product descriptions? Yes. I recommend product uh, copywriting for everything. Everything. Product description, welcoming page, brochures, company emails, everything. Everything. Every piece of text that you need to put out for your business needs to go through a copywriter. Every piece of text on my website goes through a copywriter. I don't play. I don't play. Um, It's just, trust me. Yes. Even at bare minimum, an editor. So if you got a copywriter, they're going to edit their own stuff. So you know what I'm saying? Like bare minimum. Um, Do you have a link to a copywriter that you've used on Fiverr? So yes, if you go to Flash Film Academy in the section where I got uh, Fiverr jobs that I've used, you'll see a link of a few that I've used for product descriptions uh, as well as uh, emails because I like to send emails, follow-up emails to my clients and I use a copywriter for that. So... um. Like I do on the site for SEO. Yeah, oh, so yes, yes, yes. On the same site. On the same site. Yep. I have a list of copywriters I use that are fairly inexpensive. You can get some expensive copywriters. There are some people who guarantee their their ability to close a cold email. Like there are some very expensive copywriters, you know, that that make a living writing emails to get clients to want to do business with you. To get clients on the phone. And by the time you get them on the phone, they're like, yo. Where do, how do I pay? I can't find where to enter my credit card number on your website. 
Really good copywriters will do that. Um, I sent uh, out voiceovers to copywriters to rewrite. It helps a lot. Yes. Copywriters, script writers, there, there are people who specialize in communication. It's just a form of communication. You specialize in a visual form of communication. They specialize in a written form of communication. So just like you're trying to tell a client that this visual form of communication will work for you. You got to understand that that written form of communication will work for you. You writing your own stuff is equivalent to that dentist shooting his own footage. That's how I need you to look at it. Just like you looking like, ah, oh, that lighting is the focus is off, man. You're shooting with a 50 millimeter at 1.2 in the daylight and you're losing focus. Uh, why would you do that? You should have put on a, or it's over, it's blown out. Literally, literally. The difference is, most people can spot bad text. Most people can't spot bad images. You know it's bad, but a lot of people are like, it's all right. So keep that in mind. Um, I'll post it. I'll post the link to on FAA because there's a quite a few. If you go to, it's under um, it's under my gear. So I'll post a link. It's under the my gear tab, my gear list tab. I'll definitely post that. Uh, right here so you can check it out but definitely something to consider something to think about um, under favorite Fiverr services product or service description writing is number one um, and then yes that's that's where I will go definitely oh snap don't do that cancel this I'll leave out alright here we go Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, please consider dropping the beta tester template for sale separately. I may do that. I'm, there's some things I've been I've been just under the weather, so we're getting that pushed out ASAP. Um, so, it, well, the thing is this though. The only reason I I would not. Um, Grammarly just helped me a whole lot. It will. The only reason I have not considered pushing it separately because in the beta group, and not the beta group, in module one, good looking out, Bay. Um, Ty, do you use backlinks? I'm gonna talk about that in a second because there's a there's a hack to that. Um, in the in the module one, there is a whole deep section about beta clients that goes into so much detail. It's not even funny. Like. It goes into deep detail on how to get them, why to get them, what to say to them, what to compare, what not to do. So, yeah, I can put out the, that part about it, but you'd be like, man, this young ain't working for me. But And there's a reason why. Um, Batrick, uh, backlinks. So let me talk about backlinks real quick. So backlinks help your website rank, supposedly. Backlinks can help your web, website rank. Backlinks are tricky because they you can pay for them and there's no guaranteed nothing, right? Um, so what backlinks do is Google will rank your website based on your website being listed or linked on relevant websites to help boost a ranking. So if you have a website about 1986 Ford Escorts, 
um, it will help your website be more valid if there's links posted in forms or places that currently talk about Ford Escorts. It'll it'll there my stuff. It'll help you be more relevant in your. It'll help you rank higher and your search engine searches for Ford Escorts if you have been linked there. Traditionally, that's how it's supposed to work. However, Google is consistently updating their algorithm. And back about three or five years ago, that was a big deal. It's still a part of the SEO plan, but it's not as heavy as it was because people caught on to it. And and there are there are different websites where I can go leave comments. Let's say I can go to fstoppers.com and leave Flash Film Academy comments all day. Go to Flash Film Academy and I can just bombard their their website with my website to make my website more relevant in the photography community. So to combat that, Google has not, they've lowered the amount that that helps rank your page when it comes to SEO. So it's something to think about. A lot of guys on Fiverr still sell a service because it works. They can make money, but it doesn't really do what it could do. Hire somebody to do general SEO to go through your page and focus on certain headings, certain um, metadata, certain tags that need to be in place. Because if you're doing all these backlinks and you ain't got your headings right, it don't even matter. Like you just you 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 treading, you swimming backwards with with bricks on your feet. Um, but to have people, and that's why I like Squarespace because Squarespace is designed to make sure that when you enter, what it'll ask you to enter the page title, it'll automatically put that title in the right format it needs to be so that Google recognizes that it's a title and you can have, you can hire people to go through to double check and make sure that it, that that is correct so that you can rank higher. It's a lot to get into, and I'm not trying to go over people's head with it. However, it's very important that you, once you get your Squarespace and you get your copy after all of that, then you hire your SEO guy to come back because now he know he can read your copy and determine where you want to go. And then he can do what he got to do to make sure your pages rank under the topics that they're on. An example, I got a page dedicated to our video products and a page dedicated to our photography products. A great SEO guy will know how to go in and make sure that that video page rank for certain things that are listed on that page. Promo videos, testimonial videos, corporate events. They know how to make sure that those three keywords are blasted throughout that page to help me come up under those three keywords and to go directly to that page. So you're not going to my homepage. If you're searching for corporate event photography, or videography, excuse me, you're brought to that section of the website. So you're not brought to a homepage where you got to fish and find and surf where you could possibly lose that, lose the attention to that guest or user. And boom, that's a lead that could have happened. That's gone. A great CEO person will know how to rank portions of your website to be relevant during different search results. It's a lot to go into it, but that's why you want a professional to do that for you because it's something that will take you years to learn. And it's just a lot on top of the fact that Google's algorithm is constantly changing. They put out a book this thick every year on what's changed. It's just like taxes. Like it's something that you don't want to, it's impossible to keep up with and still be good at your everyday life. 
Find somebody who has a passion for it, who get off on seeing you rank higher, pay them, have them do it. So um, what's harder, producing a film or a music video? Oh, film all day long. Film all day long. Um, them sneaky one-star reviews are what, what annoy the hell out of me. Um, Google never removed the fake reviews. So I would usually approach that client and see what, what you can do to improve that. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Sometimes you just calling is enough. Sometimes you, they did something, or even if it's fake, that's a problem. Fake reviews, I don't have a problem getting removed, but sometimes you get bad reviews, and that's an opportunity. You know, it's an opportunity. Um, basically, I got to get you to look at my site again. Thanks. I hope it's coming along. I know we talked last time, and it was moving in the right direction. It was looking good last time I seen it. Um, are you updating the proposal template uh, so we know what to type or an example uh, built proposal is just showing nothing but proposal uh, Portuguese words, I guess. So the proposal template is just that it's just a template to give you a framework to add your own information um, in module two. We're going to go of, this, of the master course. We're going to go in depth on proposals deep. We're going to get into everything that need to be listed on a successful proposal for everything from the a la carte items to what needs to be said to me. I like to put a little bit about the brand in our proposals, I also like to put testimonials, more proof before I even get the price. And we're going to talk about what um, what order things need to be in. Then I like to attach my contracts to my proposals. So it's really important that the proposal is just once you like I make it easy. So it's a template um, as far as the way I use it on proposal file, because you don't want to write that up every time because I only do three things. I don't have to create a proposal from scratch for everybody. You know what I'm saying? You ordering a cheeseburger from McDonald's, you're getting pickles, no pickles, cheese, no cheese. They can put it together. You want your proposals to be that way. Boom, boom, boom. You want this, this, and this. Layer it. There you go. I don't want to spend two days on the proposal. I went to go get one of my cars uh, vinyl wrapped. Um, and I went to talk to a guy to get it wrapped, uh, you know, to kind of get it like, like a car show ready. And the guy did all his measurements on my car and he was like, yeah, I'll get back to you in two days. I'm like, bro, who said I'm not ready to swipe my card and get it done now? I don't want to like you're losing me. You know what I'm saying? In two days, I can go shop 10 other places. Let's get it done now. So just something to think about as a content creator. So something to definitely think about. Um, Ty, I'm on a I'm on film school in Mexico, migrating to the U.S. Any advice? Um. Depends on where you go in the U.S. Being being dual language is a great thing for a content creator. Understanding dual languages is a wonderful thing. Use that to your advantage. Make sure you always offer clients dual language. It, it, especially if you're going somewhere south or somewhere where um, a portion of the population will appreciate English and Spanish. Definitely do that. Bilingual is great. And another thing. Um... Make sure you keep a little bit of your, I know a lot of people come, come, come to America and they want to do it like an American way. Like keep your style, keep your roots. That's what makes you special. That's what makes you different. Um, don't, don't switch that up. Be you. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't, don't come to the U S and do it the U S way. You know, keep a little bit of, keep a little bit of Mexican flavor when you come to the U S that, that I love that. Be uniquely you. That's dope, right? Because they're going to have a bunch of 
people trying to do it the straight, regular way, the bland, vanilla way, do it your way. Um, and, and it'll be appreciated. Be you. And that, that goes for anybody that is from wherever you are in the country. You're relocating, you're doing this. Add your spin to it. Add your, add your, your you know, add your, uh, your, your flavor to it. Just like when you cook, right? You cook it your style, your way. Even if you read the book, you're going to add a little something that you want to add to it. Wherever you are, whatever you do, be that. Good looking out, Michael. Module one, sealed and purchased. Thanks, Ty. Getting ready for that throw punch. Yeah, you about to get some throw punches. You about to get the drop kick, uppercut, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start to get them 50 man. Y'all don't know what that's about. Some of y'all do. Some of y'all don't. Um, Better Proposal IO has worked pretty well for me in the past, but I know Ty uses something else. I use Proposal Fire. Um, few reasons, and I'll go into it real quick. Contra, you know what's up. T. Jones Photography, that's right. Uh, I use Proposal Fire. I, I like, see, I don't I don't care about making a proposal. That's easy. I can do that anywhere. I can do that with a, with a PDF. Proposal Fire tell me what you're looking at, when you're looking at it. So I can plan my call as soon as you pop up and open that proposal. I can call you. So that means my close rate is much higher because I know I caught you right in front of the proposal and we can go through it. I can even determine what page you're on, how long you've been on that page. I can determine that you spent 46% of your time looking at the the uh, budget part of the proposal. So price is a issue for you. Or you spent 42% of your time looking at the contract. So that may be an issue. You may have questions so that I can call prepared. I got an extra gem in my pocket. I got an extra, you know, bullet in my chamber to call and uh, punch you in the throat with. I, I like that about Proposal Fire. Until I find a place that literally tells me, until I can see when somebody pull up my proposal and it automatically hacks their webcam and I can see what they're looking at, nothing is better. Nothing is better. Um, that's why I like Proposify. I don't care about none other, none other features. They got some great features. The fact that I can put a video in the middle of my template, stuff like that, it's great. Cool. The main feature that will increase your close rate is having the ability to call a client while they're looking at you. Because there's no way they can look at the proposal and be like, I don't got time to talk. Hey, and I call them like this. Hey, wondering if you just had, if you had a chance to look at the proposal. I'd love to go over it with you. I'm looking at it right now. Wow, look at that time. It must be destined. It must be destiny for us to work together. It must be the stars must be aligned that we are just so in sync as content creator and client that I would just happen to call while you're opening up my proposal. Yeah, okay. Anyway, just, I'm telling you, it'd be little stuff like that that may be like, dang, I, I like that. Let's do let's do business. Uh, you know, proposal is great because it makes it easy for clients to sign. No more downloading docu sign and they have to sign it and then send it back. You're absolutely correct. They can double click it and sign it. I love proposal vibe for that. Um, and it's dope for that. Facts, facts, HoneyBook offering those perks too. It's a dollar a month for the first six months right now. Oh yeah. So HoneyBook is, is kind of different, but yes, HoneyBook is a great place to, to tighten up your systems and processes. It's a great place to look because there's a lot of stuff I learned from HoneyBook as far as what, like I had to really sit down and say, what is my steps? Like when you, when you do business with me, what are the steps? How do you go from lead to client? What are the steps? HoneyBook forces you to think about that and then you can create the steps, you know, and then it's, it's dope. Little stuff on HoneyBook. Like somebody can click an a la carte item to add a drone to their shoot 
And if they pay for it, it will automatically notify my drone guy that, hey, thir- we need you on the 13th. Stuff like that is just brilliant because I may forget. I got a lot of stuff going on. So, um, you know, life in, why you say that? Gringa, Gringa, am I saying that right? Appreciate you, bro. See, I like the style. So, is this some ways for you to, you know, some ways for you to do it? How did you learn about contracts for shoots by getting burnt? It's the best teacher. By getting burnt. By getting somebody run off on the plug. Um, by getting not paid on time. By getting um, strung along for a payment that should have happened in 30 days and it took... 130 days and I couldn't enforce any late fees or none of that. I couldn't by hoping and trusting and wishing that people are good people and they're not Um, by um, not getting paid on jobs and people got video. And even though, you know, it ain't, we didn't finalize it. They got it on their website, making money off of it. That's how I learned to put invoice pending and learn how to do a lot of stuff to protect my content. Cause once you send it to them, I, go through your go through your Facebook friend list right now, right? Look at how many friends around June post graduation pictures that say proof or something on it. It's not the final picture. They don't care. They don't care. Do you think they paid the photographer? If they did, they would have the regular pictures. You'd be surprised. So that's how I learned getting burnt. That's what made me create a contract pack. That's what made me do all of that stuff. So others wouldn't get burnt because people will take advantage of you. Um, where did you go to learn con- contracts as a beginner? When I got burnt, I went to a lawyer. I paid the money to have contracts written. So, um, you will get burnt. If you don't protect yourself, you will get burnt in this industry. Does any, um, does anybody do estimates and invoicing to QuickBooks or is it not enough? I used to do QuickBooks. Um, QuickBooks is just not designed for, QuickBooks is a one size fit all. It's not designed for content creators like HoneyBook and Proposify is. Those two will make your life so much easier and it'll make it less work that you'll have to do on your end to submit it because QuickBooks is just going to be like line item price, line item price. Nah, bro. Proposify going to let you come in with your with, with a whole different video. Hey, welcome to Flash Film Media. I see that you guys are considering us for a job. Let me show you. You can do all kinds of stuff with it. So you can blow them out the water with, with content multimedia. You can have statistics that mean a lot to you. You can have clients have a la carte items where they can click on it and the price generate. Like it's so much more you can do where QuickBooks is just a line item. Like a guy selling a stove and at the same proposal as you. Some guy selling washers and dryers out of the back of a storage unit doing the same thing you're doing. It's not a good look. I'm a content creator, right? I I get paid to create visuals. There's no way I'm going to provide something that lacks visuals. And I'm trying to sell you on my ability to create it. It's not going to happen. It's the equivalent of going to a barber that got jacked up hair. I'd rather you be bald than have patches and you jacked up. Your line back here is just not good look. Nah, not going to happen. So any opportunity you get to provide a visual, kill it. Kill it. Any opportunity you get to communicate with your client, Because remember, you're a content creator. Visuals designed to communicate. Communicate well. When you don't do that, you don't show value. How can I be expensive and I can't even tell you what I do well? 
How can I be expensive, reassuringly expensive, when my website don't say that? When you go buy luxury cars, it ain't in cheap buildings. You go buy a Lexus and go look at, go buy a new Lexus and go look at how nice the building, how clean it is. They have to give off that persona to be expensive. Go to a really good Mexican restaurant. You're going to hear all kind of trumpets and do live bands. And it's going to be like, man, this place is, the food don't even be good. But they're going to be expensive and they're going to look good. You need to do that with your brand, your business. If you look cheap, you sign a hot proposal. They won't even, they won't even trust the fact that you can do the work. Think about it. Think about it. If you had, if you needed a new muffler and a guy pulled up to your house with a torch and a jack, like, yo, I can do that muffler for cheap. You're like, ah, I don't know, bro. I don't even, I'm going to trust you. And you got a nice, you, I mean, if you got a nice car, you got a nice Dodge Hellcat, Dodge Challenger Hellcat. You just rode it off the, it's a, it's a demon eye Hellcat, $100,000, you know, car. And you want to put a new exhaust on it. You gonna let my man? I can do it in your driveway, bro. Mm-mm. I can do it for thirty dollars. I'm gonna go to the dealership, pay two thousand, cause I want it done right. You want clients that want it done right. You don't want clients that want it done cheap. So, ever heard of bench for bookkeeping? Yep, I talk about it in the master course. I used them before. Um, Mark, Merry Christmas, bro. Um, what's the difference between? Naming yourself media versus production. I've had a hard time finding finding uh, it on research when I research it. Nothing but talk to your beta clients because they may have a feeling. If they're doing dog groomers, they probably feel like they can't afford a production company, but they can afford a media company. If they're doing something with HIPAA, right? If they're working with doctors and lawyers, they probably don't want a media company around private records. They prefer a production company. Those are things, those are little things like that is why beta clients are so important even before you pick the brand name. You would be surprised just how people feel about stuff. Like you would be blown away when you start doing these polls and you start asking people, how do you feel about this? Not your friends and your family because they don't count. Not your friends on your Facebook page, they don't count. The only people that count are people who spend money with you or potential clients, period. It's the reason I did um, reason I did the beta group, right? Because the people who say I want this now, early, today, are the people I care about. They say I don't really like this. We're gonna fix it. We're gonna work on it. It's not people that's reading the page that ain't clicked the buy. You know what I'm saying? Like you want you because everybody will tell you everything. There's a there's a small group of people that you need to worry about. If you're a parent. You don't want somebody outside the house. You're a bad parent. Screw you. I'm going to ask my kids. If they say you're a good parent, that's all that matter. That's all that matter. You know what I'm saying? Like your family, your, can't nobody tell you that you treat your partner well. You got to ask your partner. Hey, partner, how do you feel? What could I improve? What do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you can't worry about it. You got to have a partner, you know, to know if you're doing it right. Your beta client is your partner. Um, somebody said, how's my team, man? I don't even want to, I don't even want to, wait, man, my Lions, man, my Detroit Lions, man, next year is going to be our year, man, we're going to get a new head coach, we're going to bring in a new GM, man, we're going, it's not a good year, um, so, yeah, um, 
How to work with larger clients. It take a lot to work with larger clients because larger clients usually have a order of operation. They have a way of doing things. I tell people all the time, listen, if I brought you a job for Walmart and you ain't got your systems and processes in order, you can forget about it. Everybody want big jobs until it's time to work with a big company and they realize you can't eyeball it. You can't eyeball it. That's why it's important. Like, that's why I like my pricing structure. That's why I like the base pricing structure because I don't eyeball it. I have a formula that I can present to a client that makes sense. It adds up. No matter how you add it and subtract it, it adds up compared to somebody like, uh, you know, we can do that for uh, 4000 I think. But we just want to add another minute. Oh, how much is that going to cost us? 40 600? Well, how did one minute add 600 to it, but 30 seconds added 500? Like, I, I understand that makes sense. Now you don't look trustworthy. Now you, you don't look like you got your stuff together. So big clients, it's a lot to big clients. Um, Can I speak on base pricing structure real quick? Recommend a good way to build one for ourselves. Once again, I'm going to have to refer you back. So these are things that I go into really, 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 like, really deep detail on in the course. Like there's a whole chapter to it. Um, but I don't, I charge a base price plus an hourly. And that price changes based on a few things. How many members? Um, and there's a few a la carte items. I don't charge on kits, gear. That's old school. Like, come on, you only got one camera. What am I charge you? And the camera and the kit, the price for their kit. Nobody buy a camera and hire you to come film with it no more. Unless you're shooting the NFL game. And I'm talking about the film crew. Nobody's hiring you. Like, them days are over with. Like, that's 1980s business model. Well, it's $2,000. And then when you add the 5D Mark II kit, it's an extra 1000 Or we can bump you up to the A7. Man, come on. Get out of here. Your client don't know the difference. They don't care. Unless you got a client that's like, hey, we need this shot on the red. Okay, cool. I can go rent it. This is the price. And then we're going, this is the price with the red. But most clients aren't. 90% of your clients are. I get other um, like production companies like, hey, man, COVID, we can't really fly out there. We need you to film this, shoot this interview. We shot it on C100, C200s. Do you got a Canon? Nope, I can get one. Cool. Or if you're shooting with Sony or Blackmagic, shoot it in S-Log, whatever, and just deliver the footage in ProRes. Cool. So something to think about. Set up looking sweet. Good looking out, bro. Um. Real quick, it's real important. Everything on the website is 30% off. Promo code is HOL30, holiday 30. Um, so there's some things that it's just a lot. Like one thing that I want you to take in consideration, and I'm going to get ready to wrap and I'll wrap on this. One thing that I really want you to take into consideration. Understanding business it's not a one or two sentence thing, right? Um, it's not something, and, and and I don't want you to feel like my my job here is not to push you to the course, but I, I want to make sure that you, often people ask questions and they expect a quick answer and it's not really a quick answer. You know what I'm saying? Like, like how you bake a cake? The quick answer is you put it in the oven. The real answer is you need 
four sticks of butter, 10 teaspoons of sugar. You need to mix this. You need to get that. You need to make the crust. We need to make the icing from scratch. Like it's so much pieces to it. And I used to be when I first started like, oh, they don't want to tell us how to. They just want us to buy this stupid course. They don't want to tell us how to make a cake. Man, I ain't, I ain't feeling them. The truth is, it's so much to it. And you need to understand the theory behind it, why you need to use this type of butter, this type of cup you need to get. It's so much to it. So the quick answer, so you don't think I'm trying to be a dick or just trying to be, you know what I'm saying, stingy with it, because I'm not, I promise you, is you put the cake in the oven, you mix it up, you put it in the oven. But it's very important. It's very important. Because I was I was that guy. Like, oh, you ain't trying to tell us nothing. You just want us to spend some, yeah. That to properly understand it, how to bake a cake, take hours and experience to bake a cake. Like there's books on how to bake a cake that are 1,200 pages because there's so much to go into it. And like I said, the easy answer is mix it up, put it in the, in the, in the oven and wait four hours. The hard part is understanding what kind of cake are we making? Are we making seven up pound cake? Well, you need to start here. You need to mix that. You need to use this type of butter, this type of sour cream. You need to put this type of vanilla, this amount of vanilla. You need to let this sit. You need to put this in the refrigerator and then come back and you need to make the icing. What color do you want? The, there's so many moving parts to help you understand how to make the cake that it's not even funny. And it's funny because People used to tell me, oh, it's a lot to it. Oh, man, you just, you don't want me to be successful. You just want me, you just want my doubt. I promise you. And and that's one of the hardest things that I try to push on this channel is it's not that easy. There's just a lot to it, right? It's just a lot to it. And getting customers, it's, 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 it's complicated. But that... Um, that equation is based off what you input. You know what I'm saying? Like your niche, your location. I'm going to show you how to do the equation. Like I'm going to show you how to solve the problem, but you have to realize, okay, you know, A equals me being in Atlanta, B equals me doing headshot photography, C equals, okay, now that I got that, because I'm, the course just teach you the equation. I'm going to teach you the long form equation and then you have to, and then I'm going to teach you how to evaluate what you need to plug into it to get the answer that you need. But I can't just really blurt out an answer because I don't know what A equals B equals C. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's I, I, one thing that I had to learn as an amateur or as when I started working with advisors or I started paying for mentors that, because I took it personal, man. Like, y'all don't want to tell me. You know, I just asked you a simple question. How do I, you know what I'm saying? How do I get the type of job where I can make $2.8 million in two? I'm like, yo, yeah, we, it's going to take me about eight weeks to teach you that. Man, why you can't just tell me? Be careful not to be that person. It's way more complicated than that. You can get to a point where you don't even want to be around them people. So I used to, I made that mistake. I'm not, I'm telling you from me, I'm not even talking to, to, to nothing that y'all posted. I'm talking to how I used to be just impatient, just thinking it's quick and easy, easy. Why you, man, you in business? Why you can't just tell me how to go in business? It's so much more to it than that. 
Just like you can eat, like uh, 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 something I like to tell people is you can eat an apple pie every day of your life. You can't tell me how to make it. You can't tell me what the oven was on, what, what degree the oven was on to make that apple pie. You can't even tell me how many apples was in that apple pie. How many sticks of butter, how much cinnamon. There are 10 ingredients in apple pies that you're like, what? What? Nutmeg? and what was, I don't even heard of that. So it's important to go into it with an open mind and to want to learn the long form way of doing it. I can teach you how to do a karate chop. That don't mean you can go jump in the ring in UFC and chop somebody to death. Because as soon as they learn how to move, you jacked. As soon as they throw a punch, you jacked. It's important that you come and you learn jujitsu the complete way. I can show you how to do a super spinning kick. It's not going to help you. However, if you learn jujitsu, it will help you. If you learn how the, the, all the defensive stuff and just as important as the offensive stuff, if you learn when and where to use it, why to use it, who you should lose it, use it on. And in, in class and martial arts, they'll tell you, uh, bruh, when you face this situation, run. Do this move to give you time to turn and run. Military teaches you that. We got the most powerful military in the world. Fully loaded, locked and loaded. There are times where they're like, look, dude. Yeah, uh, we getting out of here. We going home to our family. We we You can call us what you want, but we getting up out of here alive. We outnumbered. I don't care how many tanks we, we we ain't doing this. We out. Now the Marines, they teach them something different. Run into it and you're a Marine. In the Army, they're like, look, bro, how many? 78, 79. I'm through counting. We had 75. It's 25 of us. I'm done counting. Listen, um, we going to wrap up. Yo, 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 pop smoke. Like, you know what I'm saying? We out. We'll come back and deal with this in a minute. We'll call in the coordinates. We'll let Air Force, you know, pop it out. But we're not about to run in here. Nah. So it's something to think about. Um, Ty, how much time would you say you spend behind the scenes on business versus working with clients? In the beginning, it probably was 70-25 or 70, 75-25. 75% working behind the scenes, 25% working with clients. Because you got you to gotta work out what it takes on the website to get them clients to call. And then you're going to mess up a lot of phone calls trying to get them to go from leads to clients. It just takes time. Um, now, see, once you get the website up, once you get it running, it's just you're checking on it. It's kind of like raising kids. In the beginning, you're rocking them all day, every day. As they get older, you're you're less and less. You got a teenager, you be knocking on the door like, yo, you alive? Okay, I'm just checking. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, dad. All right, I'm just making sure you're good. A business is the same way. Once it's running, it's running. Then, the, then like teenagers, they move out the house and they go do bigger things. You know what I'm saying? They go to college. But it starts just like a baby. Like, you, they can't do nothing without Your business can't do nothing without you working on it. You just rocking it and feeding it. Then they start sitting up and rolling over and running around. And you're like, yo, get out of Your business is the same way. So, so gradually, you'll start to let stuff work on its own. Your website, you get the copyright in. You get the SEO running. It'll start to do its thing. And you'll just get to the point where you're just answering phones. Like you're just answering emails Then you may bring somebody in to do that. And you step back. So that's, that's how business um, works. So in, you can kind of determine where you are in business um, as far as your, your success based on how much you have to touch it personally. If you're touching every aspect of business, 
you still got to grow. You still got work to do. If you got to feed it, burp it, just, uh, hold it, put it to sleep, it's you still in the beginning stage, and that's fine. Now you you know you know where you are, but when it gets to the point where it can wake up in the morning, get his own damn pop tart, cut on the TV, and watch cartoons, and you can sleep till ten, eleven, twelve, it's a good place to be. It's a real good place to be. So that that you know that's my analogy for that. Because when they get grown, you just like be in by this time, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, it's just you know you just pushing pop tarts under the door. At that point, like food, dinner's done. I'm just texting you to let you know, even though I'm in the next room, food's out here or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that. So, um, you know. Um, Can we buy multiple one-on-one sessions with the 30% off? I'm trying to stack up because I know I'm going to need them. Yeah. One-on-one sessions. Give me a second. Let me make sure I apply the promo code so you can do that one-on-one sessions. Um, I will do it right after this live to make sure that the promo code, because I think it works for that, but I'd rather be safe than sorry. Um, so, see, I can't wait till my business can wake up on its own and make breakfast. It will It will be there. For out-of-state clients, do you include travel expenses in the proposal? Heck yeah. Yes. I don't even include a, a definite amount. When you, listen, when you include travel expenses, let me put this out there, because this is going to be on module three, but I'll give you a, I'll give you a touch. When you include travel expenses, you're going to do travel to get there, hotel, per diem. Don't you forget that. Don't you forget that. Don't you be spending your money to eat when you could be at home cooking and making hot dogs and baked beans or whatever you cook, ramen noodles, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but you're forced to eat at a hotel. You're forced to eat McDonald's. You're forced to eat whatever. That needs to be in there. Don't mess yourself up. That's very important. That's a little tidbit that you get for sticking around with me for an hour and 44 minutes after we didn't jacked up the live three times a day. That's a little something you can put in your back pocket. Two easy payments of free 99. Um, <laughs> T. Jolly said, I didn't even know you did one-on-ones. Where have I been? It's all on flashfilmacademy.com. Um, because the beta guys, the guys who jumped on the beta course, once we they finish the course and we get the modules out, we're going we gonna one-on-one with them to make sure they're good. Make sure they got stuff going. Make sure they have any questions. We're going to make sure they are Gucci. I want to make sure that they are just, when I, when, I, when I jump on the video, it's just money in the background. It's just a pile of money. They're going to be reporting live from the bank. Time at the bank live this week. We're going to make sure they're good. Uh, my goal is to make sure you grow, period. When you grow, I'm happy. If you lose, that don't help me out. I'm not, I don't like seeing people lose. I like seeing people grow. Because we're going to have a big yacht party one day. And I don't want to be the only one there. It's no fun. Plus, when you are, when you take this path, right? When you take this path, and as a content creator, you know, your circle is small. You ain't got a lot of people you can talk to about this. You ain't got a lot of people who gonna, who care about this. You want to be around other people who are just as successful as you, if not more successful, so you can feed and bounce and grow it. You don't want to be winning and your team hungry. How do they? Why would they stick up? Like, like that doesn't help. You know what I'm saying? Um, it doesn't help. Um, but I'll cancel it so you can redo it. So um, you, you want to be around people who are successful like you. They, you learn a lot from successful people. Even if they are, they can be one stage behind you, you'll learn a lot from them. And winners, like, 
winners, it's important to be around winners. It's important. Even I don't care if you 10 miles ahead, it's important to be around winners. Winner, you can put a winner on a losing team and they'll find a way to win. You can put a loser on a winning team and they'll find a way to lose. So, and I always tell you all the time, my job is not to help to turn losers into winners. It's not my job. I can't do it. I'm not here for that. I'm here to help winners take it to the next level. That's something I heard, a great quote I heard, and it totally makes sense. This is not, this is not being successful in this industry is not about skill. It's about will. It's about your, your willingness to want to do it, right? It's a lot of people went and bought Jordans and Xboxes and whatever else came out instead of something that could have helped them be successful. Um, people, I, you know, I got plenty of people bug me on Facebook. Hey man, man, you should do a 50% off the master course. And I go on a page and they just like gold teeth, chains, rims. I'm just like, there go your master course right there, bro. But you wanted to stunt for the gram. Um, people clown me when I had, it was a time where I had, um, bought my work van and I had to, like, I was going through financial problems and it was like, I either keep my work van or keep my regular car. Peace, regular car. This this truck made me money. Lost it all and got it all back triple. Focusing on on the business. And I, you know, I don't want to, it's funny because me and my mother had a great conversation today. Um, And I'm going to get ready. I keep saying I'm going to get ready to rap, but I'm going to really get ready to rap. If you only knew how how much I failed to be successful, if you only knew, if you only knew how many freaking credit cards I burnt out, title loans and all kind of stuff to make my business grow, to learn like to how many times I like struggled. I'm talking about scared to leave the garage door open because the repo man like struggled to get it right and then to come back. Because when it clicked, I'm telling you, it's when it clicked for you, it's going to turn fast. It's going. I remember I borrowed some money from a friend of mine right before it was starting to click. And I'm like, man, I need 90 days, blah, blah, blah. I need 90 days. And it clicked. And I was back in a week. Like, here go your bread and some. I just bought. Like, I promise you, when it clicks, it's going to take off. Like, you're going to be, it's, you're going to go from not enough to overwhelmed. And you're going to love it when it clicks. Um, it, it's just, you know, you're just in the zone. Like you start to get it. It starts to make sense. You start to be like, okay, I get it now. Aha. You're going to be able to walk into businesses and finish their sentences. And they're going to be like, who are, who sent you? Like you are a mate. Like you're brilliant. Let's do it. You're going to be able to, um, you're going to be able to provide a solution to problems people didn't even know they had. You're going to be able to see it come before it come. Like It's like a boxer. A great boxer knows that as soon as you come with an uppercut, you're about to leave with your right because I've been watching tape of you. I've been watching. That's why athletes watch film to predict what's coming, right? As you, do, as you grow in your business, it's like watching film, beta testers. It's like watching film. I know what's coming. I know your tendencies. I know, you know, you tap the ball before you throw it, but when you do a pump fake, you don't tap it. So I know as a safety not to bite on that. But I know if you tap it, you letting it go. You know what I'm saying? I know to watch the clock because your team like to snap it with one second to go. 
I don't care how many times you screen hut before that. When that one second hit, I know you snapping it. I'm diving over the line. You know, great players like Palomalu was great at that. Snap counts and because they watch tape. A beta, beta testing is watching tape of your client. It's watching tape of your opponent. Understanding where they hurt and what they do, what they like to do. What they, and then when you walk in, they can't even like, yeah, well, you, you know what I'm saying? You know exactly what they're going to do. You know what their budget is, what they spend. Like you have that in your pocket. That's why that is so valuable. It is so, they don't teach you that in college. They don't teach you that in college. So it's extremely valuable. That information is extremely valuable when it comes to, to beta testing. Um, and when you want to be able to walk in the door and snag somebody, watch tape on them. Know their tendencies. You can beat the best if you know if you if you watch tape of them and they ain't got tape of you. Boxers do it all the time. Fighters do it all. The time. They watch tape. I want to see what this guy do. I want to notice their tendencies when they blink. All that. I trust me. It is it is the best. It's the one of some of the best advice you'll get when it comes to having a niche. Going after that niche, understanding who that target audience is, is watching the tape on that target audience. So you can walk in there and dominate. All right. With that, I'm going to wrap. Um, what microphone do you use? This is the Shure. This is the one everybody named Mama got. The S, what is it? SMB7? Everybody named Mama got this. But it's going through a Rodecaster Pro. So it's a lot going on here. Um, Ty, that's that's what I needed to hear right there. A struggle. Uh, real struggle on the way to success. Just, just need to keep my head down and grind. Put in the work. Um, listen, I, I, I don't, I, I'm, I would never get on here and tell you that I just walked into, I was just walked into court and I was Jordan. Hell no. Nope. Not me. I ate Raymond noodles. I wore, I still rock Walmart clothes. I still rock Wrangler jeans. I still rock, you know, Raymond noodles and doctor them up with an extra, uh, chicken pack. I still frugal in some areas. I I don't 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 ever think that I got to where I got, uh, and it just naturally happened. Nope. A few years ago, this time, all I had was my work truck. Now I got three cars in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want you to ever think that it's just smooth selling. Like I saw it and it was just perfect. Nope. If you ain't busting your knees and scraping your your elbows. You not, you not going in the right direction. It's not going to be easy, but keep your head down. Stop focusing on gear and pretty pictures. Focus on business, right? You you will struggle a lot longer if you don't understand that business plays a bigger, more important, more life changing point than whatever you create, and the world will have you spending money to take better pictures. But I don't care how great your picture is. It will not make a person say, oh, that picture can help my business make a million dollars this year. I want to pay a hundred thousand dollars for a picture like that. No picture in the world will make it snap for people like that. However, a great website, a great company that's going after a target audience that provides a solution to problems that businesses in that niche have who knows how to communicate that well at the right place at the right time will help a client make that determination. Focus on that. Don't buy another lens. Don't buy another lens because you can take over the game with a 50 millimeter. 
you can take over the game with two lenses. You can get a you can get a twenty four to seventy. I even talk about this in the master course. You can get a twenty four to seventy and a seventy to two hundred, and do ninety five percent of everything you're trying to do right now. The fact that you got more than two lenses is money that could have went into your website to make you money to buy all the damn lenses you want. All right. Um, you see, I'm gonna see you at the top. Remember these Tuesdays and Thursdays, Josh. You do right. Don't buy another lens. Siri just announced their 24 millimeter. Yeah, they're going to keep coming out with lenses because people think that gear is the way to the top. I know plenty of people that got, we we can go back to the, I know a whole lot of musicians. They got a whole lot of gear, a whole lot of keyboards. When they play a, a track for you, it's ding, 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 ding. You're like, bro, what is this? I know a kid with a Casio keyboard that can play every melody you can think. He just beautifully just on the, and then you get my man is cutting on switches just like he on this Starship Enterprise when he come in the room. He just click, 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 click. You know, he just, you know, put that up to two CCs and mark that, mark that down and get that power up to, you be like, what you going, what's going on here? Where we going? We're going to dink, dink land. Dink, 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 dink. Dink, like, bro, you haven't taken one piano course, fam. You got all this gear. Dink, 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 dink. Like, bro, what are we here for? You, we spent 10 minutes waiting on synthesizers to warm up just for you to play this. Listen to this. The remix. Dink, 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 dink. No. No, dog. Bruh. Bruh. With that being said, I hope you was able to learn something today. I was hoping I was able to reach you and teach you for to listen to this. Don't forget, we have the podcast called Content and Cash that can be found anywhere. Anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, <laughs> Dink Dink may be one of the hardest throat punches of the channel. You, you team Dink. You know, the, the thing is this. If you tuned in late, it's okay. We're still going to be live. We're still going to be up and running. Um. I do appreciate the time. I do appreciate all 99 of y'all that stayed on with me. Please hit that thumbs up button. YouTube don't show no love for live videos. Live videos is really for, for the subscribers you already got. And it's all good. Um, so 2021, we changing some stuff up. We working on some things. Um, we working on some things to keep it, you know, we going we gonna to push it. Beta group. It's going to be me and you for the rest of December. I'm still going to do some lives. Still going to drop a few videos. But uh, beta group, we, we got to talk. Um, there will be a live next Tuesday for sure. Um, depending on what the date is. I think it's next Tuesday. Yeah. Let me let me look that up before I, before I say goodbye. Um, yes. No. Actually, no. My daughter's birthday. It won't be one. There may be one that Wednesday, though. I will. If you're not in our text group, please join our text group um, so that I can text you and let you know, hey, when we got it, we'll probably do it next Tuesday. More than likely. Even though it's my daughter's birthday. She's a teenager. She don't want to have nothing to do with me. No, I'm joking. Um, she want to go turn up. Um, So, yeah. Somebody said, go members, use the extra two hours. We would have still been talking to go work on your craft. That's right. That is facts. Good looking out on the super chat. Um... At 40? Is my saying that right? Let me know if I'm saying that right. I, I appreciate your super chat, bro. Listen, real quick, when you're out of here, because I know we got a few of y'all hanging in there, still watching to the to the end. My diehards, I love y'all, man. I enjoy this. It's therapeutic for me because my circle is small when it comes to um, a fote. I like that. Okay, a fote. 
Um, my circle is small when it comes to other content creators, especially those who want to focus on the business side. We live in a, we live in a world and in an industry where people think it's all about pictures and they're just starving artists somewhere hungry, going to work to pay for their gear. They're working for their gear instead of having gear that works for them. So I appreciate the fact that you guys tune in with me twice a week. If you're a gold member, definitely twice a week so that we can talk about these things and we can help guys grow their business and we can bounce ideas off each other. Make sure that you are a member of the Facebook group where we do it all the time. Um, and I, I really, a lot of people think, you know, it's just YouTube, yada, 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 but you guys are definitely friends to me. I see the same guys pop up every week, the same faces. I love it. I enjoy it. And I'm happy that my channel is small enough where I can really interact with everybody. Um, and it's not to the point where stuff is just flying up the screen and I can barely see a comment or a question. Uh, so I thank you for taking the time with me on this Thursday night. Uh, I hope I was able to to give you something that helps you. I hope you're able to take something from it, even if it's a conversation with your, with the old people or appreciating the young people or, you know, understanding the importance of copyright for your website. Um, I really, really hope that you were able to get something from this time and uh, everybody stay safe. How do you stay on the text group real quick? Let me tell you that real quick um, to get on the text group. To get in the text group, if you are in the U.S., you can um, text Flash Film, one word, Flash Film, to 74121. If you're not in the U.S., you have to go to the website where you can um, join from the website, Flash Film Academy. But you'll text Flash Film to 74121. I will send out a text message whenever we have a live chat from my diehards. That way you don't miss it because YouTube don't always pop up and tell you. Um, and with that being said, you guys be safe. Have a good night and I will see you next live. You've been listening to content and cash, a flash film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.